bad because we went to college eh? episode wait what episode am <laughs> i on episode episode uh hold on shit how's it going guys it's me martin rizzo host of the squad by the bell podcast we are on episode 79 holy shit 79 79 is she's louise me your host martin rizzo how's it going guys and i'm joined by a homie What's up? He is in the entertainment business, a male stripper. Just a little bit on the side. I <laughs> know. Times this, is rough. I met this guy. Uh, this guy, yeah, man, you've been doing a lot of stuff in the in the entertainment business for a long time, dude. Yeah, I'm old. Thanks for rubbing it in. No, my, who? No, you probably started when you were like ten, bro. I did. I started. I was. Um, I was born a poor black child. Whoa, you can't say that anymore. Oh, I can't say that anymore. No. I... Okay, so um, <laughs> we're recording at a bar in downtown Whittier. I'm joined by David Herrera. What's up, everybody? I was actually raised by a black babysitter with a bunch of black like uh, brothers and sisters. So oh, nice. I kind of literally was so uh, what's a it poor called? and all that. That's kind of a real so thing. Oh, so you grew up with like a, a babysitter that was uh, African-American. Yeah, I didn't realize that they were Crips. Uh, are they Crips I, real? Yeah, they were really Crips. Are you are you part of the Crips now? No, I think I'm officially like a Malibu's Most Wanted or something. Yeah, but you're Mexican, man, but you look white. I'm a, I'm a, what they call a miclo. A miclo. I'm a miclo. Which means I got to be crazier than all the fucking brown brothers. Okay, so okay, so you, uh, David Herrera, I've known this fool for a uh, couple months already, dude. I met you last year. Dude, it's been like a. Has yeah. it, it's been a while, it's right? Been a while. But uh, we were fast friends. We we became homies pretty quick. So how it happened was. Okay, so your background. What's your background? My background. We going back to when I was on Black Child. <laughs> so we're drinking right now. This is like the third episode where I'm drinking. I think. Is it? Actually, when I first met you, you didn't drink. You know what? You did. You, I, I oh, bought you, know, you tater tots. You bought me tater. <laughs> so David Herrera, he's produced some really big, uh, big time music videos for a big for a big artist. Who, uh, what have you recorded? I mean, uh, what have you produced? Um, well, I was a musician before I did music videos, but yeah, I was like, uh, in a, like a bunch of punk bands, garage, rock, punk, stuff like that. What year was this? Like, like the late nineties? This is like mid nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. Okay, cool, man. So like what bands, uh, what were like, so like what bands did you perform with or like in, in high school, I was in a band called Ten Motherfuckers, and there was two of us. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> Ten <laughs> Motherfuckers, but it's two of you guys. And then, uh, yeah, we played the ROTC Ball, which was pretty lit. We did a bunch of fucking Where like anti-war. So I was ROTC. I don't know if you you know this, but ROTC is like it's in Whittier with the ROTC is like. When you want to be in the military, you yeah. go in the ROTC, and it's part of like high school program. Uh-huh. So like it was all these like like wannabe soldier boy dudes. Like soldier boy, like the rapper. <laughs> yeah, like you, soldier boy. Soldier you. boy, you tell them. I don't want to say nothing bad about our veterans because I got veterans in my family, but I'm definitely anti-war. 
Yeah. And so we were doing anti-war songs, and uh, that went over like a fucking Led Zeppelin. It didn't go over well, is what I mean by that. But um, what, what, what high school did you go to? Um, that was in fucking Reno. But what? I was, uh, yeah, I was, Reno. I was not in Reno for like any part of my life except for like my last <laughs> few months of high school. Dang, that's far, bro. And uh, but you grew up in Whittier, right? I grew up mostly here in Whittier. Whittier, like where the girls are prettier. Whittier, where the girls are. Where you get the finest Chicanas on the planet right here. La Chicanita. It's like, what's where you moved when, when you made she's it? From, my girlfriend's from Whittier now, so I can say that. You know, I I haven't met your girlfriend, but I seen her on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And uh, you're like, how how'd I get her? No, <laughs> I, I know you got her because you're funny and like. When you're funny, girls like funny guys. Like, it's a secret of life. But it, it only lasts for a while, and then it's like, where's the money, I fool? <laughs> no, it's it's if they're cool, they get to get their own money somehow. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're uh, I have a new microphone setup. I like it. What's it called again? Uh, this is called a lavalier. Lavalier sounds like a, it sounds like a lube that people use for sex. Yeah, it's definitely lube. It's definitely lubed. <laughs> it's lubed mindset. <laughs> it's utilizing your ear holes very nice. <laughs> it's loopy. Um, so you're in a punk bands? Yeah. I was in Chicano anarchist punk bands, we, like socialists. We were pretty crazy. And uh, yeah, we got into some fucking notorious shit. Then there was a band called The Fuse, which I was early on in. We, like me and my buddy like came up with what we were all about. We were like socialists. Yeah. We had like different secret names like F1, F2, F3. We didn't use our real names because we were really? concerned if we we're going to be really political that we might get in trouble. Mm. So we didn't use our real, ever re use our real names. Did you guys wear masks on stage like, uh, like Daft Punk? Uh, we kind of did a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we kept things like really, uh, really low key because... Uh, I guess when... Oh, yeah. you're, you're blocked from this noise, so I'm going to go like this. Yeah. I'll go over it. <laughs> I guess why I got my hoodie up right That's now. That's good, man. Yeah. No one can see me right now. It's on Facebook. <laughs> You're basically doing the podcast. <laughs> so right now we're in downtown Whittier, uptown Whittier. Why is it uptown Whittier, not downtown Whittier? Because it sounds better. Yeah, right. Downtown sounds like it's down, dirty, <laughs> sad, you know, but uptown. Uptown Whittier. Uptown girls. Chola look really prettier. We're it's drinking. Really what's this bar called? Let's give him a shout out. Rock Bottom? Shout out to the Rock Bottom. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> fucking, that's like some satirical name. No, this is the Bottle Room. Represent Uptown Whittier. So you're. Um, a whole bunch of uh, punk bands. Like, what was your main goal? Were you like, well, who were your influences? I dropped out of the Fuse because I got accepted into uh, into Berkeley, oh, UC Berkeley. Dude, that's a good school, bro. That's that's uh, that's when I started thinking I'm all bad because I went to college. Yeah, yeah dude, you are smart, man. Uh, okay, so did you? What were what was like the craziest mosh pits? Because I remember like going <laughs> to high school gigs, dude. Because my high school years were the mid the mid 2000s. Yeah. The, my high school years were the mid to, mid to late 2000s. So those are my high school years. Yeah. Uh, so I remember like... Uh, Damn, I'm old, were, dog. <laughs> <laughs> there were hardcore gigs. Hardcore gigs was kind of like Screamo or fucking... Yeah. I like Screamo. It's funny because when you think about emo and Screamo, you think it's like, like pussy music and shit like that, you know? But like, it's like fucking metal, dude. 
I get, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the, like the original emo dude. It's like black. <laughs> it's pretty much black metal, right? Screamo and emo. I like screamo, oh, yeah. Hardcore music, right? It's like fucking. It's punk. Death metal. It's yeah. death metal, right? It's all. It all comes from punk. It all comes. It's all punk. And I remember. Going, I, I remember going to backyard backyard gigs, and dude, there's nothing but fucking cholos. Like there's nothing but cholos. Like in the fucking mosh pit, dude. Yeah. And I remember one time my friend pushed me into the fucking mosh pit yeah, and all cool. these Some white people walking by real quick. Be cool, be cool. Yeah. You know that person? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're, we're all looking at us like. No, they think we're important because we're doing a. Oh, uh, we're doing something. We're doing something suspicious. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Who are you guys, uh, are you guys uh, <laughs> sending this feed to? So I remember going, my friend pushed me into this mosh pit full of cholos, right? Yeah. And I get fucked up. It seriously looked like I was getting jumped into a gang, bro, by that, fucking 20 cholos, dude. That's fucked up. They jumped me in too, but then they jumped me out. And then they're like, right away they jump you out. Nah, never mind, fool. This, is not, this guy's not qualified, <laughs> bro. No, I, uh, I, I saw some pretty crazy shit. Like, I went to, I remember the, probably the craziest one is I went to see Bad Religion at the Hollywood Palladium. Okay, cool, cool, and cool. Fucking had my, like I had glasses at that time. Yeah. And uh, fucking my glasses got broken. Really? Yeah, and my fucking shoes, like one of my shoes flew off. Like it was that crazy. At it the was palladium. Yeah, bad religion. I, bad religion is dope. Bad man. religion's sick. Bad religion's like probably, probably the smartest punk band, which is kind of an oxymoron because like a lot of them are not very smart, but Bad Religion is like, that guy became like a professor or something. I mean, shit. but I feel it depends, you know, what kind of punk rock, because I feel there's different genres yeah. in the punk rock, uh, what's it called, genre? I mean, I, okay, genre, that's kind of, yeah, that yeah. sounds redundant, that sounds redundant. There's a lot of different branches in the punk genre. There are sub subgenres. Subgenres in the punk genre cuz yeah. if you think about it, I mean, if you think you like, got you garage go, punk, you got like anarchist punk, you got like But if you go way back to like punk. If you go way back to like the 70s and you think of like fucking Patti Smith or the Velvet like that's proto punk. Yeah. Velvet Underground or yeah. even fucking uh what's it called? Like what like it's like, More that's like, like, like garage rock. That's like artsy. That's like artsy punk, you know. Yeah, like the seeds. A lot of LA bands were, were like, garage, and then punk came out of kind of like garage. Cannibal and the Headhunters was one of those bands too. Cab Cannibal and the Headhunters. What years were those? Like late sixties. Like mid sixties. Mid sixties. So that was kind of like proto punk. That's yeah. kind of like, well, like they kind of inspired like all that shit, right? Yeah, Patti Smith. She did Land of a Thousand Dances. Yeah, right. And she did like the Na 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 on horses. Which is like a real throwback. And when I heard that, I went, fuck, that's crazy. Like, yeah. can we cuss on this shit? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Who's listening to this? I just said this shit. Can we cuss on this shit? Fuck, bitch, cunt. Fucking uh, <laughs> Seven Deadly Words or whatever. George Carlin. No, but I was really into comedy, too. When you were in high school. Yeah, like I was a fucking class clown because my mom always fucking moved around. That's how I was like a latchkey kid. Yeah. My dad was a musician and like... Uh, okay, cool. Was your, so, was your dad in a band? Yeah, my dad was in a bunch of bands, but none of them ever became very much. So. Mariachi bands or like Mexican? Like I mean, rock, like, garage rock, like garage rock, 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 and, rock and roll bands and stuff. You're second generation? Um, in America? Yeah. I mean, my grandfather was born in LA, but like, that's when it was like, it was like fucking 1900 or something. 1910. 1900? Oh, like 1910. Okay, cool. Damn. 1910. Your grandpa was born in 1910. Yeah, okay, in cool. LA. LA, and then But he didn't know that. 
He found out like when he was really old when the he was he thought it was still Mexico. Yeah, he thought he was born from Mexico. So like his first language is fucking Spanish. Like he was like Mexican. Yeah. It's like I'm in pre- 1910, so pretty early. He, he was wedo like to the point where like you would look at my grandpa dude and he was like really white and tall like me. So you blended in, bro. But but he like he looked really white and then I'm when they asked the him when they asked him um yeah when they asked him like uh anything in spanish dude he would fucking blow everybody's mind because he could speak perfect spanish perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they would see him talking shit about him or something dude and he would turn around and go oh and then he'd say something fucking like and then they would be like oh fuck he fucking heard everything we just said it's funny because when i first saw because i thought you were white bro when i first saw you yeah. <laughs> and then you came up because i was performing at bruce's in uh santa fe springs yeah i i had a good i it was that, a good place set. Is, that place is usually fucking. I like Bruce's. I, I've always had a hard time like at that place, but this time I had a fucking great set, you know. Yeah, I can say, set. you know, like, I had a good set, you know. Like, I'm proud of myself, you know. But fucking, cause I bombed it there before. And then you came up to me, and then you gave me your business card. Like this guy, at first you came up to me, and, and then you're like, you gave me your business card. Like I thought, like you're like some kind of fucking comedy manager. I'm like, you're like oh fuck, okay. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I didn't mean to get your hopes up, dude. <laughs> Cause you, you you're all dressed up and you had a girl. No, that that girl's. She's another weta wedita. She's oh, like she's really tall. Too. Yeah. So I thought you guys like fucking traveled from like fucking Beverly Hills and fucking. It was her to, birthday, so like we were dressed nice. To come for, to, to come to I the got party. A, you I know? got a prime rib and everything. You know. They have prime rib there, huh? Bruce's hot. Yeah. I think you guys came to the barrio, bro. Just to scope out fucking like. No, like, like she lived down the street okay. and I lived down the street. And so that was the closest place to meet halfway. Exactly. Plus, you can just drink and like not worry about. And then Bruce had been hitting me up to come visit him because I'm doing this like Chicano movie thing. So, he, so then I was like, wait, fucking Martin Rizzo's performing. Okay, so how, okay, you, you knew of me because of, I knew of you because I listened to Felipe's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I heard you on that. And it, and I thought you, you, like you sounded like you were fucking. I didn't match my halfway voice. Halfway normal. Halfway. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't dude? know, dude. Like, there's a lot of crazy people on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like I like Felipe's sense of humor. His like his fucking stand-up is really funny. He's funny, man. Yeah. And um, you don't hear like a lot of people from Boyle Heights or oh, like no, from dude. East LA like being on that level of comedy. And uh, I didn't tell you this, but like I started to tell you, I, I got really into comedy, and I was always like a class clown. And I used to hella fucking bite like stand-up comics. And then I would go to class, dude, and I would you tell would, you say those jokes? I would tell jokes and shit like it was mine. So you okay, so you would say those jokes. Okay, so you would watch comedians like what like on the Tonight Show and then tell those jokes? Yeah. On uh, I watch stand-up on TV. And you sound like a fucking genius in front of girls. And, and everybody would be like, this, this is the funniest guy I ever met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and like, dude, like Richard Pryor has a little bit about this too. It's like when you're always moving to a new place like I was, dude, like every year, because I had like a single mother, she was always trying to fucking like make a living, you know? Yeah. Like people fucking hate new people everywhere. It's like the most universal thing is everybody hates like, not even racism or anything, but like fucking they hate new people. Exactly. Everybody hates new people. Xenophobic people, dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, xenophobia to like a, xenophobia to like a small degree, you know? Yeah, like they, it doesn't even matter the color or anything. It's just like you're new in town and they don't know you. Yeah, yeah, Or exactly. new in the social clique. They're like, they, a lot of people are instantly like, fuck you, we don't like you. So you gotta like, kind of like be friendly, dude. And uh, that was like my way of fucking being friendly was trying to be funny. 
And I used to cap on the teachers and shit. I didn't give a fuck. Really? You used to do that? Oh, I, get, I got really good grades, though, so the teachers would like me. Of course, you were doing your shit, so they didn't yeah. care, you know? Because, yeah, it's not like... I didn't yeah. have no, like, social life, so I was already be studying and getting straight A's. But then I would cr crack on the teacher some joke or something. Was this here in L.A.? This is everywhere I moved, dude. I lived all over the country. All over, oh damn, yeah. that's crazy, yeah. dude. But like my mom and my dad's family are all here in like Norwalk, Whittier area. Oh yeah, yeah. So like I kept moving and moving and moving. But um, that was the one thing that I could like latch onto was like, if I can make people laugh, people would not want to fight me. Exactly, that was like your defense mechanism right there. That was like Which is act. funny, cause I'm like a really big dude and I always have been a big dude, uh -huh. but I don't like fighting. No, no, no. I don't like fighting. Like you're like you're like those pit bulls that are like all nice, you know, and they don't yeah. want to fight, you know. I don't want to fight. Yeah, 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 that's cool. So that was your defense. People want to fight you when you're big, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not like when you're when you're like a normal sized guy or a small guy. Like me. It's different. Yeah. Like when you're a big guy in the bar, there's always like some little Napoleon dude that comes up to you guys and goes. Oh, you fucking think you're bad because you're fucking tall, huh, fool? Hey, you think you're bad because you can reach the cereal, huh, on top of the fridge, huh? <laughs> you do that shit, dude. It's fucked up. You do think you're bad because you can do that, huh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes girls ask me to pick things up, like, high for them. Yeah? Damn, Yeah, dude. dude, I get to show off. If I... If I was single and I was your height, I would go to fucking uh, grocery stores and help girls pick shit from like the high fucking shit, you know? Just wait by high stuff? Yeah, but wait by high stuff like, like a creep. Oh, hey, do you help me that? <laughs> no, I don't. Are you sure? Yeah. Just put stuff high. Yeah, <laughs> put some high, like stuff that they need, they like, need, how like the paint, most popular shit. Coltex and fucking tampons. <laughs> you need this, huh? Like, oh, what? Oh, you want this? You need it, huh? Oh. Um, Good thing I'm here. <laughs> So you know what's funny? You were saying that how you would, uh, what's it called? You would uh, say people's jokes verbatim. Yeah. I remember a fucking, I remember a fucking dude in high school. I got into, I wasn't doing stand-up yet. It was like my freshman year. Yeah. And I remember uh, I was watching The Tonight Show and I saw Bobby Lee. Or it could have been Matt TV, but one of those shows. Bobby know, Lee, by the way, I know Bobby Lee. He don't know me, but I know him. You know, I know Bobby Lee. <laughs> so Bobby Lee was doing stand-up, right? Yeah. This is like, yeah, the early... I forget this. This must have been even earlier. This must have been like like fucking like middle school, you know? Yeah. So I remember like he was doing stand up on the fucking on TV, right? And the next day, like this Asian guy in class was saying all of his jokes. He yeah. had all these girls laughing, dude. Yeah. He had these girls dying, and I knew he was saying fucking Bobby Lee jokes, but he was passing yeah. them off as his own. And even though like I, I didn't know I didn't do stand up, yeah, I knew there's something wrong with that. I was like, wait no, a there's something definitely wrong hey, with man, that. Wait a minute, are you supposed you gotta, to do that? You gotta be yourself, <laughs> and your jokes have to come out of your hey, own bro, personality. You got a hand job from that shit, dude. Damn. Yeah, I forgot homeboy's name. I think his name is uh, that's Anthony. Tempting. That's Anthony tempting. Anthony Ho. That was his name. That's funny. You got a you got a hand job because of fucking it's Bobby funny Lee's his name jokes. Is Ho. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Fucking shout out to Bobby Lee and his, I love his podcast, dude. Did did um did you call him out? No, I didn't know. I didn't know that was wrong at the time, you know? It's plagiarism, dog. Hey, I, I didn't know, you know, that was plagiarism. But he was doing it to get pussy, so it, is it really plagiarism? It is, because, like, I, I figured this out later. Like, it's like looking over someone else's fucking homework, dude. Like, you don't really learn if you do that. Yeah. But it's a good way to get started. Like, if you're going to play the guitar, it's the same thing. Like, you got to learn someone else's songs before you can jam, you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you. Yeah. you I, I see people impress girls with Nirvana. I remember I only knew, like, fucking three, uh, three strings, like, Nirvana. Dude, that's pretty good. Oh my god, you know the beginning. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like 
Usually, like, all you gotta do is, like, know three notes, and the girl's like, he can play. Oh my god, he knows how to play. If you're cute, they go, you're really good. And if you're not cute, they go, you think you're all bad or what? You think you're all bad because you can reach fucking <laughs> high shit. Hey, this is some good beer, bro. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm bugged. Dude, this is good beer. Yeah. I think I'm gonna get another one. I wanna get another one. Well, finish that one. I'm broke, though. I don't wanna I'll be. I'll get you this. I got this round. This. You know, um, I just gotta tell you that when. when uh, Leave me away. When I tell. <laughs> when I used to tell other people's jokes. Yeah. You I used to, you to give credit. I used to feel bad. Oh, I oh, felt yeah. bad. You felt bad? You didn't give no, credit? No, because I was like. Richard, Richard Pryor, 1979. You know, I do that now. You can make and it. I do that really intentionally now. Like, yeah. it actually irritates some people because I do it on purpose where I'm like, this is a Richard Pryor joke, and then I tell the joke, and I'm like, just fucking tell the joke, dude. Yeah. But let me tell who, let me tell who, uh, where the source is I'm all sourcing from. it and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. And you're trying to get pussy, bro. No, I'm just kidding. No. Hey, but as you're sourcing it, you know? Dude, I figured something out, which to be funny, dude, you just got to tell the truth, man. Dude, you know what? Nine times out of ten, most people in most social situations, they all want to say the fucking same thing. Yeah. And what makes a comedian special is the fucking bravery to just straight say it out loud. And like that, those are the jokes, dude, that make people fall down yeah. laughing because everybody wanted to say it. And they all knew exactly what you were thinking. And they can't fucking believe that and you just it, said you're it. You're being vulnerable on stage, man. Yeah. Okay, so you've been a fan of comedy for like, what, like 20 years already? A little bit over? My dad is funny. Your dad's funny. Like, my dad is fucking nonstop funny. funny. My dad is, he's not funny, but my dad is always trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, he's trying really hard. He's almost like Andy Kaufman, where, like, really? you're sitting there watching him going, like, is he fucking for real? Like, my friends I've met him, dude, and they're like, your dad played, did a lot of drugs when he played rock and roll, huh? He's not really funny. a trip. He's a trip. <laughs> but what's funny is, you know what, dude? Like, if you're always trying to be creative and coming up with a funny th way of thinking about things, you're actually gonna come up with funny shit a lot more you're, often. You, dude, you're exercising that fucking muscle, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love talking about comedy. I'm kind of a nerd like that. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. I'm a comedy nerd. I'm, I, you know what? The things I'm interested in, the things I'm, I'm a fan of, I'm a huge nerd. I do research. Like, I started skateboarding when I was like 11. You want else Yeah. 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 So I'm a... That was our bartender. He's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> he's cool. He's nice. He's like, hey, you guys got to balance and do your fucking shitty podcast somewhere else. <laughs> so, um, like I said, like, when I'm a fan... Damn, the last call, it's 10.54? Well, tell me they close. They like close midnight. at midnight. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Yeah, this is, this is bullshit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a bottle next time. Oh, anyway, yeah, right? go ahead. Fucking. So, um... When I started skateboarding, I looked up the history of skateboarding, bro. I was like, I need to know who, why, why we're fucking doing this, why we are doing these tricks, yeah. and who fucking started this, you know? Dude, so you're I'm hell like of that, a fucking know? nerd. I would never do that, dude. I'm a fucking nerd. So when I started, when I started fucking, yeah, when I started doing comedy, I looked up the fucking history of who was first stand-up comedians. You're all like on Wikipedia. Yeah. And then uh, what's it called? Wikipedia. Are you closing at midnight or eleven? We do last party eleven. You do the last call at 11, but you close at midnight. Okay. And you know what? This is fine. Okay. So uh, what's it called? I and mean, even like with uh, with music, 
when I got into music, because I, I, I started hanging out with like, these punk kids in high school, you know? Yeah. When I, when I got into music, I, the first music I listened to was, of course, you know, fucking like Sublime and shit like that. But then yeah. when I got to high school, I, I, like, I started hanging out with these punk rock kids because I went to like this bad, because I used to ditch a lot. So they sent me to this classroom with all these bad kids, kind of like the fucking breakfast club. Yeah. Like, all, like, I was all in there all round. day, every day, and yeah. I didn't give a fuck. Breakfast club all year round. So I remember I got like paired up with these like punk rock kids, and like I started learning about like punk rock music. Like, it was like fucking it's the a whole lifestyle. The casualties, the subhumans, the fucking germs, and all that shit. Thank you. So Let me get one more that, too. Damn, homie. Let me get one more. One? Yeah, because we'll split it. Oh, no, no. you. I, I'm good with this. And you remember in cartoons when you would look at people drinking beer and it looked fucking like... We're going to get all was, fucked up like like fucking Coco's podcast. Oh, yeah. But By the end, everybody's like, oh, fuck it. Are, oh, yeah. That's how, that's how they do long-ass podcasts, right? Because they're fucking getting fucked up on like fucking mushrooms or fucking acid or... That's my favorite, actually. Coco's funny. Coco, dude. Me and Coco go... I'm fucking drunk. I'm buzzed. I'm not drunk. Coco Diaz, he's fucking awesome, man. Hey, Coco, if you're listening right now... Hey, Coquito. You cocksucker. Can I get water? Thank you. I appreciate it. So, um... Joey Coco Diaz, you cocksucker. Hey, cocksucker Rizzo. So, Joey Diaz, he helped me out a lot in the beginning, man. He was yeah. fucking awesome, dude. He helped, he helped me uh, get my uh, current uh, commercial agent. Oh. We have the same commercial agent. Awkward Joey's now. like a fucking professional. Dude, Joey's fucking... Dude, Joey's I, he, been, you dude. know what I love about Joey? I, I only met him once, but I listened to this podcast all the time. When I met him... I actually had a lot of respect. I was like, this is my card and I'm making a movie, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to bother you right now. Yeah. But when I talk to you later, it's not going to be totally random. Yeah. Have a good night. That's it. You know? Because, like, I could tell by talking to Coco, he's like a fucking real New Yorker. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, a New, New York people, they're like fucking cut right to the chase exactly yeah fucking he's got shit to do he's got he's, he's got a busy schedule so he's like hey man fucking hey cocksucker what do you need to do tell me right now cocksucker what are you talking about you fucking give me your business card you think you're a fucking professional <laughs> fucking tear it up so joey diaz uh what's it called i met him just doing comedy you know like he would, uh, so like, I remember every monday night george perez used to host a show at the sunset room in Huston the heights every monday night you know, George Perez, shout out, he has a funny podcast, uh, George Perez stories. George Perez, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's actually a good stand-up, too. He's fucking great, dude. Yeah. Jeez. I'm a fucking nerd, dude. I go to the comedy store and watch people in the back. So you watch him, yeah, yeah. And I just fucking take notes. So George Perez, he used to host, uh, when he came out of prison, he hosted a show at the Sunset Room, and uh, every Monday night at 10 p.m. in Hacienda Heights. Dude, that was, dude, that was a place where every comedian used to go Monday nights, go work out material yeah. at this fucking dive bar. It was hard, but... You would bomb three times, and then you would do fucking great one week, and yeah. then bomb two times again, and then do great, and then bomb. You know that's the mean? best way to learn. That's the best way to learn, dude. Because it fucking makes you get back on the horse. And everybody would come down. Joey Diaz would come down like every, like probably like every other week, and yeah. do work out material. This is before fucking the podcast blew up, dude. Yeah. Know? So this was probably like five years after uh, the longest yard, yeah. and across like in the same plaza of the sensor room, dude. Fucking, uh, there's this donut shop called Christie's Donuts. Yeah. We would go there drunk and eat donuts every Monday night after a comedy session. <laughs> just talk about comedy and fucking what we want to do, dude. And that's how I met Joey Diaz, you know? And uh, what's it called? Yo, fucking Coco. Coquito. Coco, like, he can tell a fucking real life story about he? his life. Oh my gosh. But, dude. but he does it in a way, dude, that's like, it's not even a joke. 
it's a fucking story that is so wild. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like his personal take on it, you know? Exactly, yeah, he's got his own flavor, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and what's it called? So from then on, me and Joey Diaz hit it off. Uh, what's it called? <clears throat> and then he hooked it up with a commercial agent. I worked with him a couple of times. But he's just been so busy lately where it's like, hey, man. He's blowing up, he's fool. Blow, dude, he's blowing up. I'm happy for that guy. It's fucking awesome because, he, dude, he's, he's had a fucking rough life. That's the, exactly the guy who deserves it. Like, he's put his time in. The way that, the reason he's funny, dude, is because he has gone through real life. Real shit, bro. Real shit. And, like, that kind of suffering is what a fucking Van Gogh goes through. And that's why yeah. fucking Coco is like a Van Gogh comedy. Yeah, exactly. I just said that, Coco. If you're listening, I know I put a little tear in your eye, but I love you. Joy Coco Diaz. Cocksucker. So you've been a fan of stand-up comedy for years. Oh, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Forever. Forever. Comedy, sa comedy saved my life. Comedy saved your life. Literally, you like some what? of the darkest times of my life. A clown gave you a I, I remember CPR? fucking... He <laughs> literally gave me a little reach around. <laughs> fucking <laughs> sick clown. Fuck. <laughs> but, um, no. I remember, dude, like, I was really depressed, and I was fucking listening to Mark Maron's podcast. What year was this? Like, because Mark Maron's been doing his podcast. Like, Mark Maron's, like, a, one of the pioneers of podcasting, bro. That guy's, like, probably one of the first podcasters. But I, I kept running into him because I lived in Highland Park. Oh, really? Yeah, and then, like, I feel Because he lives in Highland Park. His studio is in Highland Park. Yeah, and, like, it was funny because, like, I knew who he was, but he didn't know who I was, and I kind of liked it like that. Like, I like yeah. going, hey, Mark, and just walking by, just fucking with him all the time. So you're a fan of him before you blew up. Yeah. That, that's cool, because I do... I, I, I'm going to say this right now, and uh, it's going to sound fucking crazy, but I put together, like, I put together, like, an alumni club for people that go to UC Berkeley that want to be in the entertainment industry. When I came back to LA, because everybody's hitting me up like, can I find a job, can you hook me up? Your dad's a musician, you know, people, whatever, Hollywood, and I'm like, man, I'm not even gonna try to, because you know, once you get do that, you're already like, if you introduce someone to someone else, you take responsibility for everything that comes after that. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're vouching for them. You're the, you're the tastemaker, bro, that should so, do stuff, yeah. No, nah, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be the tastemaker. I'm just saying, if I introduce someone to someone else, I personally am the kind of person that I take responsibility. If that person fucks that person or something bad to them, I feel responsible. It's kind of, or it, it's the same, it's, it's equivalent to kind of like when uh, your homegirl is single and your homeboy is looking for a girl and you introduce them and then if he fucks up, exactly. it's your fault. I'm like that with business. Yeah, yeah. Like if I introduce someone and they're a dick and they do shady shit to someone, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking sorry. I brought someone to someone's house recently. Really? And that dude was all drunk and high and shit. And his girlfriend went in the bathroom, she was so fucked up, she went in the closet and took a piss. What? In the closet. And there was a rap on that party after that oh, dog. Like, she came back in. And like, uh, her boyfriend was like, I don't even know that guy that well, but I brought him to this other dude's house so I kind of know a little more. Yeah. And I fucking felt bad, dude. I'm like, I'm so sorry, dude. Like, I, I should have fucking done due diligence on this fucking guy before I brought him to your pad or whatever. And uh, it was like, but, but I mean, most people would look at that and they'll go, hey, dude, it wasn't your fault, whatever. Like, yeah. she did something crazy. You could never expect anybody to do that. <clears throat> You know? Yeah. Like, what is that? You, you, yeah, you weren't expecting somebody to take a shit. She didn't take a shit. That would have been off the chain, though. That would have been fucking hilarious. What did she do in the closet, then? She just took a piss. Oh, took a piss. Okay, that's so crazy. All right. 
Uh, let's take a little pause, a little word from our uh, sponsors. Uh, uh, Trojan condoms. <laughs> yeah, I wish, bro. I don't even use condoms anymore. What am I talking about? All right. And we're back from our sponsors. Thank you. You guys are paying me. It's not that much yet, but hopefully soon. You got sponsors, dog? I'm proud of you just for that. Thank you, Most man. Most podcasts, they don't have no sponsors. Thank you, man. Dude. You're all Hollywood now. Hey, hey, man, I'm trying to be Hollywood, bro. Hey, Hollywood. I remember you hit me up to fucking, uh, to go drink one time. I was like, hey, I'm doing, I'm shooting something for uh, that show, uh, Grownish, yeah. the, the Blackish spinoff. You're like, fuck you, you're Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say fuck you, you're Hollywood. I said, I'm trying, bro. Something like, something like, um, I didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah, you I said, can't it, you blow that shit off? Yeah, it was for all Disney, yeah. Yeah, and then I didn't realize what it was because I don't watch TV. Yeah, I need mean, same, dude, same. And then you're like, dude, it's a fucking Disney show. And yeah. I was like, oh, all right, that's all good. It's like, all good, dude, yeah. have a good, good luck, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I felt kind of stupid for a second. No, no, I, was dude, like, I don't watch, I, I, if I didn't. But I think I was already drinking and I was already out. Like, I didn't know what the fucking already was, you know? Otherwise, I wouldn't say shit like, Fucking blow it off. Hey, Let's go party, shit, bro. Hey, you're hanging out with fucking, uh, you're hanging out with Jay Leno. Fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck bro. Jay Leno. Fuck, fuck that guy. Fuck his chin, bro. Hey, have you ever been to a fucking Hollywood party, dude, where you're like, this shit is weird, dude. Like, yeah, dude. I been. I remember, dude. Um, <clears throat> so, dude, this is, dude, it's raining, right? It's wet. Yeah, it's it, kind of wet. When cars are driving by, it sounds like it's, it's wet. It's just moist. Moist. Hey, Whittier girls are moist. My girlfriend's from Whittier. That's the worst word in the English language. Moist. Okay, so, um, Hollywood parties. So this is my first taste into, uh, my first, what's it called, introduction into, like, uh, what's it called, like, the hipster Hollywood scene. So I was in high school, and because, you know, growing up in in L.A., you're so close to fucking Hollywood and all that shit, right? I grew up in fucking on the east side, you know? Yeah. So I had a friend. um, I like that you burp and then blow it the other direction. I don't want to burp it to the mic. My uncle does that. Yeah, I don't want to burp it to the mic because I don't know. They can smell it. My uncle used to do that, and he used to do that, like, with cigarettes, or he would blow it, like, but he wouldn't turn his head. He just adjusted his lips. So that his lips would make it so aerodynamically that shit would blow when he was talking to you. Yeah, it's that science. shit would go in another fucking direction. <laughs> and I was like, my fucking uncle is so cool. That science, was like one of the first bro. moments where I was like, my fucking uncle's cool. Fucking science, anyway, big dog. Go ahead, go ahead. So, I'm always fucking up your story. Sorry, no, no, dog. No, no, no. I'll, we're both buzzing. It's good. People, people like true stories like this, dude. People, the people listen to this. Oh, I need to give shoutouts. So I've been trying to fucking, I've been trying to talk about fucking when my car got stolen. I just haven't had a chance. Oh, dude, I was like, dude, I commented, I saw that shit on Instagram and I commented like, and what's fucked up is sometimes when you comment and you're like laughing, like, yeah. I wasn't trying to laugh no, at no, your no, car no. got it's stolen. I, I also made the post comical too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm a comedian and I'm not going to fucking be all fucking but, like, but, serious. But, but I felt bad because what I, what I commented, I looked at it after and I was like, damn, somebody commented after me. Oh, it's a they, fan, dude. Fans are weird, dude. They made it seem like I was making fun of you for you losing your car, dude. And no. I was like, no, dude. I clear- And then I, I literally jumped on the guy. I didn't know who he was. And I'm like, dude, I ain't laughing at fucking him no, losing no, no, his no. car. I clarified it, dude. I clarified yeah. it. I was like, hey, Hey man, I made the post. It was serious, but also made it to uh, where it can be comical too. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. laugh. 
as a comedian, you laugh at fucking shit that happens for reals, you know? Yeah, but there's certain things that's like, So I haven't had a chance to address, uh, what's it called, my car being stolen, but I do want to fucking give a shout out to fucking people that donated. I did set up a, I, I didn't have a GoFundMe. Uh, what's called, that does feel kind of, uh, not hard, but it just like, it, it did seem kind of time consuming. But I do want to give a shout out to the people that fucking did, uh, what's it called, uh, people that did uh, donate money. Uh, what's it called, I appreciate it. Oh, Black Hole Sun, is his name on the song? Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, rest in peace. Let me give a shout out to uh, fucking people. Uh, David Brissetta, thank you, man. Um, this helped me out a lot. David Brissetta, he is, uh, what's it called? Uh, his his cousin was a huge fan of mine, Felipe, Rodrigo, Martin, and all those guys, you know? Uh, he was a huge fan, him and his girlfriend. Sadly, passed away uh, due to uh, what's it called uh, a disease. It's so sad. He passed away at such a young age, like thirty, like mid thirties. Damn. And he was, dude. He was a huge fan of me and my girlfriend. You know, he listened to the podcast and all that stuff, and it's so sad. And I, and I made a podcast, well, a whole episode. Uh, uh, what's it called? Just for him, you know. <laughs> We're all burping and shit. Shout out to Lisa. Esparza and Felipe Esparza. Hi, Lisa. Lisa is uh, Felipe's. Uh, that sounded like that didn't sound right. Like <laughs> I should say hi to Felipe first. Hi. No. Uh, thank you. Thank you to Lisa and Felipe. Uh, they've been helping me out for years. I've known them for already like damn nine years already. It's crazy. Yeah. I've known Felipe and Lisa for nine years. Uh, when they're uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, and then now they're husband and wife. Awesome. You guys are uh, you guys are great. You guys have helped me out a lot. They introduced me to the road, and I'm always gonna be grateful for them. They are they they are an awesome couple, and they are the couple that people should strive to be. You know, and I, I like out, them. I like them. And a shout out to Christina Madrano, who has been, who has been my homie. Uh, we were roommates too. She's a comedian. She's funny, dude. You, you, you gotta check her out. I know. Christy Madrano. I we, watch all the Latino comedians. All the Latino co- so we've I been, represent and support. Funny comedian. She helped me. We've been friends for like 10 years. Uh, thanks for the money. Uh, and thanks for uh, letting me letting me be your... Uh, Yo, she it? gave you money, dog? She gave me money. Thanks for letting me be your roommate. Yo, that's the real, that's the real love. Like, that's everybody can right say there. something nice. Everybody yeah. could could do something nice. But when it comes to breaking out that pocketbook, dog, yeah. that's when you know when someone really, exactly. really cares. And thank you to Hugo Perez. Uh, pod, he gave me. You uh, donated money for the podcast equipment. What's it called? Uh, I appreciate it. Oh, You're awesome. Tight. Thanks for listening, bro. Uh, yeah. This is your shout out, Hugo Perez. Hugo Perez. Diana Fierros. Uh, thank you for donating money. She is awesome. She uh, used to do comedy, but uh, life caught up. And she uh, is doing better than most comedians because she got her degree at. Fitum? Was it Fitum? Or oh, it, was, it was a fashion Fashion school. Institute. Fashion Institute. Yo, if she has any friends, let me know. I like those fashion institutes. Hey, oh, uh, Diana, uh, models. David Herrera, uh, he's looking for love. But I think I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. And then last shout out to, uh, what's it called? Uh, Michelle Stevenson. You are awesome. Thank you. She is my homie for uh, like two years. I, I, She's the one I've known like the least. But uh, she's the homie. She's funny. Hell yeah. Michelle Stevenson, thank you for donating. Michelle Stevenson, yeah. She's funny. She is funny. I've seen her stand-up, too. Okay, cool. So, where the fuck was I at right now? We're talking about me, remember? Was it you, or... 
<laughs> yeah, that's real Hollywood story. shit. No, we were talking about the craziest parties we ever went to, like in Hollywood. Oh. Yo, and I was gonna tell you. Yeah. I fucking went to a party at Rick James' house. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It yeah. was it was a German. It was like a it was fucking weird. We were talking about weird parties, not cool, just weird. Oh, okay. And so this fucking German, this lady, like she runs the German Institute of like Hollywood. Damn. It's just fucking like really weird, like, like artsy Nazi weird shit. German shit, like. They were just all serious and kind of weird. I would go over there and do their little fucking meetings, dude. It was weird. Really? Like some yeah. fucking Scientology, Scientology shit? Like they were just all intellectual and like and historical and everything. And everything was like really ideological and crazy. So like when I would sit there talking, it was just always really weird. Yeah. Not like friendly, like funny, light conversation. Everybody was fucking really serious and shit. So like she had this fucking party and I show up there, dude, and she's like in lingerie. She's getting her what? ass whipped, her Wait, ass what? is out, and there's this like... This is a Rick James party. This is Rick James' house. What, what so year this, is this? This is, I don't even know, dude. This is like, n not too long before he fucking like passed away. So this is like, this is what's been like before 2004 then. Dude, I just got out of college, yeah. Cause I remember, he passed away, in, I have a good memory. He passed away in 2004, and I remember this because I remember I was skating with my friends. We were filming a skateboard video for our, uh, our uh, skate shop. And I remember when he passed away because we were skating this one. We were like in middle school. <laughs> Go for it. I wasn't done with the story. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sorry I interjected. <laughs> no, this is fucking. This is the funny part. I got to. I gotta get to the weird part. She's getting her ass whooped. So she's getting her ass whipped, like with 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 a whip, and it's all like men in suits, and she's in lingerie, and this is out by the pool, and there's like not any music playing. It's weird. Yeah. There's a huge fucking buffet with like, you know, the ice swan sculpture and shit and all this hummus and shit everywhere. Mmm, hummus. You're making me hungry, bro. And fucking, uh, it was like me and this rider dude, we got invited, so I just took him. Oh, hell I'm no. Sitting, I was sitting there fucking like by the fucking, uh, yeah. By the fucking hummus, just chilling. And fucking Ron Jeremy, dude, walks in with a big old dick. With a fucking whole bunch of whores, dude. Really? Just like whores. Like, they were in fucking lingerie, and it was cold out, and I was like, this is fucking crazy, and Ron Jeremy's walking right toward me, and everybody at the fucking table was eating from the buffet, dude, they all turned to look at him. It's fucking clearly Ron Jeremy, and yeah. everybody knows who Ron Jeremy is, but nobody wants to admit they know who Ron Jeremy is. Yeah. So he's walking up, and he's making eye contact the whole time. Right when he gets up to me, dude, he makes a quick left and he dips his fucking finger like no fucking chip or nothing, dude. He just sticks his finger like into the fucking hummus, dude, and goes, hmm. And everybody at that fucking what buffet, dude, fuck? turned around and just walked away from the That's buffet. disgusting, bro. <laughs> That's nasty. That's a nasty-ass party, bro. Yeah, dude, and everybody was like, okay, all right, I think this is fucking, this is a wrap. Yeah, yeah, don't fuck that shit, dude. That's nasty. You know what? You're saying the story about how, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, he had a bunch of bitches with him. I mean, sorry, I don't want to fucking offend women. Whores, I said. Whores, that's the word, whores. I mean, uh, they're, bitches, they're, they're, they're porn stars. I shouldn't... So, I, I don't uh, know what the proper uh, nomenclature is today for <laughs> So 2004, video this, this must have been around the time when he was on The Surreal Life. So you, he had a boost in his career again. Yeah, well, I mean, respect to the hedgehog, <laughs> you know, everybody. 
Dude, that guy's the ugliest guy on the planet, and he somehow figured out a way That's a big to dick. like, but to like make money, hang out in Hollywood, yeah. and have sex with beautiful women all the time. I met him last year. Uh, what's it called? We were shooting this. Uh, I'm still in the process of shooting this pilot. <laughs> I've been shooting this pilot for like the past year. With, uh, Wait, you met him? I mean, yeah, we were, we were part of this pilot together. Dude, I, I've, I, I, ever since then, I've run into him, and I realized that Ron Jeremy's the guy that he is everywhere. He's too available. Too like, available. Like, every party you're at, you're like, oh, fuck, there goes Ron Jeremy Hey, Ron, again. can I use you for the sketch? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> so, this project we're doing with is, um, it's a skateboard, it's a skateboard project. It's a skateboard pilot. Yeah. And, uh, you know Barry Sobel? Very sober. Comedy, comedian. Old school comedian from the he, 80s. Yeah, fuck, was, dude. That's a blow fl- flashback. He was, from, he was in Punchline. He was, like, famous. I'm, he's good friends with, with me. He calls me every fucking day because he owns a skate company now. He owns a skate company with these... You, you know how there's, like, you know how there's, like, YouTube comedians that fucking tour because they have, they have so many fans? I'm talking about I can't read your lips. Oh. Uh, you know how like, uh, comedians, like YouTube comedians, they have such a huge fan base? Yeah. So what's it called? There's skateboarders that yeah. aren't that, I mean, there's skateboarders that aren't, oh, what's it called? Uh, they don't go the traditional route of like, you know, like getting sponsored, but like they have such a huge fan base because yeah. of their like, their personality and shit like that. So yeah. they have, you know, they, 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 they're killing on the Instagram name, on the Instagram game. Yeah. So Barry Sobel started skateboarding. I can't fucking talk. What the fuck? You fucking had like three beers already. Two beers, homie. That's you. He's oh, but these are like these yeah. are like three beer, strong, beers. Bro, yeah. These are these are pints. They're pints. Which is sixteen ounces, not twelve. Damn dog. Okay. Yeah. He started a skate a skate company with this uh, Instagram skateboarder Spencer Barton, who has a huge uh, fan base. Yeah. So right now we're in the process of shooting this fan, uh, this uh, pilot. We've been shooting it since 2017. Yeah. So right now, like I told you, like I've been busy because I have fucking like three projects going good. on. Simo- simultaneously. Keep busy. That's good. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. I, simultaneously. You're you're good. You passed the sobriety test. Yeah. You can say that. Including uh, what's it called? We're doing a little project, but I can't say it yet because it's. I'm NDA. on an NDA right NDA. now. But pretty much projects going on, and this is how this is how it's a project about the projects. About Get the it? project, the PJs, homie. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Felipe, um, Felipe. By the way, hey, uh, we got some stuff happening. So um, I met around Jeremy, and this guy fucking. He looks nasty. He has so much dandruff, bro. You look. He stinks, bro. He wears sweats all the time. But I'm like. Yeah. A girl was so fucked this guy, like a girl because she knows who he is, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, it's like, and, and I can say this because I'm, I'm, I'm part of Jew, but Jews are really like hairy. I am not, personally. But like, he's the hedgehog because he's really hairy too. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, you, what's crazy one, is... Um, at one point he was like, he was actually like a handsome guy, right? Um, no, he was no. never handsome. Really? He okay. just had a big dick and he was funny. Uh, and oh. like, this is the lesson to all you single guys That's out there. That's like me right there. You don't have to be tall. <laughs> you don't have to be handsome. You're a handsome guy. Me? Yeah, you're a handsome uh, guy. You, have you noticed I'm trying to grow this out? This guy right here, he's growing a, he's growing a, I'm gonna give you a visual right now. He's growing a like a, it looks like a, a, a shadow of a beard, <sighs> drove by at high speed, <laughs> and sprinkled a little bit of beard on him but it's just barely barely there but you know what but you know little by little bro it, it, it's it's all about 
it's all about, uh, you, you look young, so. And I told you this is the first time I met you. You look young, don't ever take that as like a, a bad thing in this town. In no, Hollywood, I love we it, fucking man. wish we looked uh, young as you. You look young too, man. From, uh, from, from your, a car going by at 60 miles an hour? From the timeline, <laughs> the timeline uh, that you have told me about well, your high school age, I can kind of gauge how old you are, but you look like you could be like in your like late 20s. Damn, bro. You're making my heart feel all like fluffy right now, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate that. Cheers to you. Actually, cheers. Hey, no problem. Yeah, you know what? Last time we hung out, bro, was fucking Dia de los Muertos, bro. Oh, Here. yeah. I'm telling Whittier Dia de los Muertos. I'm telling Whittier, bro. That remember? was fucking crazy. We're hanging out with some two homeboys, remember? Fucking yeah, Joy that Division. dude, Johnny from Boyle Heights. Joy Division and fucking somebody else. Yeah, Joy, Joy Division is Johnny from Boyle Heights. He's from Boyle Heights? Yeah, that dude's from Boyle Heights, and he fucking produces videos for, like, crazy stars, dude. That was killing him, man. Yeah, he's doing yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. He's on my team, dog. Yeah, Joy, yeah, Joy, I'm gonna call it Joy Division because he was dressed like fucking. No, Ian, he looks post punk. He was dressed like Ian Curtis from fucking. But yeah. it's cool. It's cool to see Chicanos dressed like something besides uh uh like, like rockabilly or a cholo. Like, rockabilly. Like like, like, this, <laughs> like I always had this joke like fucking talking with homeboys, dude. It's like, like uh, there's two kinds of Mexicans, dude. There's like there's like Morrissey fans and there's cholos, and like <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much it, you know. I told this this uh, this musician Ceci Bastido that one time, and then she came out with a band called Mexercy like two years later, and they won like all kinds of Grammys. I'm gonna really? take personal credit for that right now. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm thinking about producing my first special on my own because a lot of comedians are doing it now. Are doing that now? They're doing uh, independent uh, productions on their own specials. Yeah. And I'm gonna produce my own comedy special. I'll help you. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna film it like at a small theater. I mean, I've done live concerts at the Wiltern, dude. Oh, I know yeah. how to do them. Cause you know what? Like when you watch Netflix and you watch like these kind of like indie specials, yeah, it's always at small, smaller venues, and then you kind of get that in uh, what's it called? Intimate kind of experience, you know? It's the best. Get your I fans wanna, there. I wanna do that. And uh, shout out to Monster Brownie. That's my homie right Monster, there. Oh yeah, you, did you? He was one of the first dudes I met in the comedy world. When like, dude, I, I worked on a documentary. This is gonna fucking blow your mind. You when I was way. at Berkeley, yeah. when I was at Berkeley, and I was interested in comedy, I took a class, and this class was like Jewish comedy in American life. And I'm not even kidding you, dude. It was like fucking opened my eyes to the fact that like all of comedy history is like 90% Jewish yeah, in America. Yeah. Oh, dude, tell me about it, bro. Yeah. So like this dude in the Berkeley Hills was fucking posting on Craigslist, dude, that he needed an assistant, and he was working on a documentary about Jew old Jewish comedians. And I was like, oh shit, I got all excited, and I told my buddies, like, I'm like- Like what, Jerry Lewis? Yeah, yeah, like old school comedians. And I'm like, and he, he mentioned like Shelly Berman, and like, uh, um, like fucking, uh, dude, like OGs, like Sid Caesar, OGs, like from, this dude Sid Caesar, he produced a show called Your Show of Shows. From that show, the writers on that show were fucking Mel Brooks. Damn, The Simpsons. Woody yeah. Allen. Whoa. Neil Simon. Whoa. Larry Gelbart, who did MASH. Uh-huh. Uh, dude, I could go on. Yeah, yeah. But so that it, was it, his fucking team. It spawned a talented group of fucking individuals. It spawned that the fucking, whole generation. That fucking impacted yeah. American fucking uh, pop culture. 
that guy right there. So we went to his house in Beverly Hills, and I was like a assistant, a PA. Dude, this is a dope. Salud, boy. Hey, so, it's a, it's a good, it, hey, the, the reason people like the... Oh, I got to give a shout out to fucking Luis Jimenez. Fucking fan of the podcast. Uh, what's it called? I met him for the first time on what's it called... Before, sorry, I interrupted your uh, your uh, theme, but I I, I want to give a shout out to the fucking people, that, <laughs> the fans that fucking that support the podcast. Luis Jimenez, he's been a, a fan of the podcast for a while. What's it called? I fucking uh, thank you. And uh, what's it called? Also, Michael Jimenez. Uh, they're both fans. Uh, they're for, they're from Highland Park, bro. What's up, Highland Park? Okay, so these guys came out to the show uh, Saturday night at the Ice House. They're fucking awesome. They listen to the podcast and they fucking, it's funny because like the people that fucking like listen to the podcast and they like know me and my girlfriend, it's like, it, oh, and, and their girlfriends too or their wives. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Fuck yeah. All right. Yo, so fucking, I go to Sid Caesar's house. This is the G of all fucking G's. Uh-huh. And like, my, my producer on this documentary, he's like telling me like, don't say nothing to Sid Caesar. Like, don't talk to him, don't fucking... Yeah. Nothing. And I come out on the patio, dude, and, like, I swear to God they were talking about me because when I walked up... You ever feel like that? Like, uh, people, people time, look bro. at you and they go... And, like, and then he was talking about... He's, like, an idea man. He thinks he's, like, the idea man. Yeah. <laughs> and I walk up and I heard that and I'm like... That's how I describe myself to him, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, he was just talking shit about me right now. And then what happened? So then we do this whole interview, dude, and fucking... Sid Caesar's doing all these great impressions. He used to do, like, uh, this, this great bit where he would, like, do all these foreign accents. But they would be one after another after this, another this Chinese, Italian. Fucking, this is before PC culture. Before PC culture. But it wasn't offensive because what, all he was doing was he was speaking gibberish that literally sounded phonetically like uh, okay. the language. So it was gibberish that sounded Italian or gibberish that sounded Yiddish or whatever, you know? And he was making fun of Jews himself too, so it wasn't like he was just picking on anybody particular. Yeah. He's Jewish too. Yeah. So it's like, he was picking on everybody, it was fair. That's how, that's how comedy used to be. Everybody got picked hey, on. Dude, and that Don was Rickles? Fair. Don Rickles, bro? Don Rickles is well, my favorite. Want... Oh, I'll get to Don Rickles in one second. Go for it. But so fucking, he's doing all of his little impressions. And he goes, his fucking voice is getting all dry, raspy and shit because he's interviewing for a long time without drinking anything. And, he, and, and I finally, I interrupt because I can't take it anymore. And I go, Mr. Caesar, would you like some water? And he goes, that's an idea, man. <laughs> that's funny, dude. He set that up an hour earlier for that punchline. Damn, so outside... The setup was me walking out and yeah. them joking about me calling the idea man and him talking all that time and doing that ah, raspy thing just so he can fucking tear into me That's like that. That's a real comedian. That's bro. a real comedian. Setting him a punchline strip like before anybody even knows that there's a fucking comedy show happening. Or like a fucking, yeah. Damn, dude. That's crazy. I yeah. I was slayed. So we're we talking about Hollywood parties or how do we get into that story again? I was just bragging. Oh yeah, product, we're talking about. How I was bragging about how I got into comedy. I want to produce a special. Yeah. I want to produce a special. I want to shop it around. Oh, because you were talking about a name. I know people on New Wave. New Wave, yeah. You know, I'll, okay, I'll hook was, you up. Was it like uh, was it Brian Volk Ways? Or I didn't something? mention any names on the podcast right now. Okay, Barry Katz. But yeah, man, I'm. Barry Katz. 
You know what? Like, I, I want to tell you an interesting story about yourself, <laughs> Martin Rizzo. Dude, like this is like I really want to put this in my own special. I'm, I'm done waiting for fucking people to look for. I'm, Don't you make your own. That's punk rock. Make, that's that's punk DIY. Rock. DIY. Yeah. Do it yourself. So I'm gonna do my own special. I'm gonna fucking uh, film it, and uh, what's it called? I thought of a title. I know it's kind of like. It seems like whatever, but I feel like it will catch people's fucking attention where it's like, oh, we got to do it because we want diversity, you know? Yeah. Well, it's about fucking time. Yeah. Mex- Mexilenial. Mexilenial. <laughs> <laughs> that name, so uh, that, that, that sounds like, uh, like a, it sounds like a machine that makes bread or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's a weird name, but I feel like that name will catch people's attention where it's like, oh, okay, cool. And we're like executives at fucking Netflix to be like, oh, we have to because it's fucking, it's a Latino. Don't do it for the executives. Do it for the audience. But because, <coughs> but also because I feel like they'll be like, oh, we need, we need diversity and that's like the most diverse you can get. Mexican the best menu. way to be diverse is to be yourself. Martin, you are, you are a great comic mind. I've heard your comedy routines. Thank you. Thank and, you. uh. Thank you. You listen to the podcast too. No, you had my, you had the, I can't say she's my girl. She's a girl I took out to go see you. But she was just in stitches watching the routine. Oh, she was laughing. Thank you, man. I mean, I told you, I've been doing I'm her, jealous. When I told you. I can home, never make her laugh like that. Oh, dog, dude, you could. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, dog. When I told you how long I was doing comedy, you're like, what the fuck? No, because I seen you and I'm like, this guy can't be over like 14. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'm making a movie about teenagers and I was like, I'm, all I could think of when I was watching it, I go, this guy could fucking pass for like 16, 17. Dude, I he could. <laughs> I used to work. I used to work at a fucking middle school as a fucking uh, as a fucking uh, a, a TA, right? Oh, dude, they would never. Dude, they would I never listen to you. And one time, I was walking just through the fucking campus when the, like it was in class. Yeah. And this fucking this lady that worked the security, she's like, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing out of class? What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm funny. <laughs> What are you doing? Go back to class. I'm fucking 25, lady. <laughs> Dude, that is fucking hilarious. True story, fucking. It's true. It's funny because it it's true. Flattering, bro. It is flattering, like, man. Uh, we're over. We're gonna, uh, gonna hit an hour. Uh, I feel we can keep going for a little bit more. Are we at an hour? We're uh, at 30. We're gonna hit an hour again. Could we pause, remember? Oh. I gotta take a piss, bro. Yeah, um, let's take a piss break. Like over overwhelmingly cool. We back, homie. I just took a piss. Hell yeah, was it everything come out okay? Yeah, I told you, because I thought you wanted to take a piss too. I was like, well let's take turns, cause I don't know but you said there's fucking cholos here. They fucking see the fucking recording equipment, like, hey, let me start a podcast. Ooh, <laughs> hey dude, a- I did a concert one time where I like I filmed the the Midnighters and the premieres and like Fucking, Show off. I swear to God, dude, I had it filmed, and the fucking DP came by, the director of photography for all y'all. He came by and he fucking left the camera in front of me, and I swear to God, the whole bar was full of cholos. Uh-huh. I was talking to a chick like this, side eye, uh-huh. for like fucking ten seconds, and yeah. I looked back down and my camera was gone. No way, bro! Stole like a fucking three thousand dollar camera, out from under me like like a mattress that I was sleeping on. Just Damn. like that, dude. I was like, whoa, where did it go? Holy shit. <clears throat> anyway, shout out to my cholos. I love y'all. Y'all uh, fucking cho- represent. Hey, but, we're not uh, trying to offend cholos. Hey, <laughs> we're know, not trying to offend a minority. I, cholos. I, 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 grew, I, grew, I, grew, I grew up with cholos, dude. And I'll tell you, like, uh, cholos are cooler than everybody else because 
And Cholo's like hit you. You probably fucking had it had it coming to you. You probably deserved it. Because oh, they kind of they kind of have a code. Like yeah, they kind of have a code. There's a gangster code. Whereas like a a bro hammer will fucking hit you because because you fucking step on a shoe or something. And would you say that somebody called you a broham and you didn't know what it was, so you looked it up? Yeah, I looked <laughs> up Arbor Dictionary because... Hey, what does broham stand for? He's all, no, brohammer, yeah, brohammer. Like, he's a good friend of mine, but, like, yeah. he texted it to me, and I was like... Re- you know when someone puts some shit in print, and you just, like, look at the word, and you go... What the fuck does that mean, the bro? What the fuck does that mean, dude? So I, I, I Urban Dictionary, that shit. I had never heard it before, but apparently it means someone who is so aggressively fucking friendly to you that you can't help but love that guy. Oh, hell, dude, fucking, hey, that guy is fucking, thank you, Broham, man. Brohams. Brohamo. <clears throat> I was, uh, so I came out of the restroom, and uh, I was walking through with this crab right here, and this girl, she's with her guy, and she kept looking at me. Yeah, she's like, rocking you. I was like, what the fuck are you, you know, like, you look at your dick too? You, you know, I thought she was, like but a, I, have a, I have a fucking prolonged peace, dick have, con- no, eye contact. I have a peace spot. <laughs> That's what she was looking at. <laughs> you see the, uh, I fucking have a peace spot from peeing on my fucking jeans. You thought you had your hot dog stand open. I was like, what the fuck is this dude? This girl's with her man, she's fucking staring at me like that. I have a girlfriend, first of all, and then I look down, oh, I have a fucking hey, wet spot. If, <laughs> like, you know, if you don't show, you don't sell. I'm fucking have a wet spot, bro. Man, yeah, way. All right. So this guy's showing his dick to shit. He's like, trying to change the story. You see this wet spot? <laughs> hey, look at this wet oh, spot. He does have a wet spot. That's nasty, dude. Have a big pee hole, bro. Fucking everything comes out. So anyways. Oh, oh. I'm trying to tell you the story about fucking. I'm trying to tell you the story about fucking Hollywood parties, bro. Hey, we're fucking all lit, dog. Hey, we're need. We're hey, shout out to Mexican. We got fucking whole piles of beers here right now. I need water, bro. This guy wants more water. Anyways, so Litiado way. Shout out to Mexican ways. So yeah, I I fucking uh, stopped. What are we talking about? I'm fucking drunk. I I I finished the fucking. I finished the story about uh, uh, I finished I finished working, like doing that documentary, and then I started the Berkeley Club for people in the entertainment business. Yeah. And then I fucking uh, my homeboys, dude. Like I used to be in punk bands, and they hit me up when I got back to LA. Punk rockero. And they go, Hey, you went to NYU film school, huh? And I'm like, Yeah. And they Wait, go, Wait, when did you go to NYU for school, school? School, man. It's crazy. Like, like, what I like say? Fool, you went to NYU full school. Yeah. When did you go? When did you go to? You go to full school, fool. Was I, this after Berkeley? No, it was during Berkeley. I I transferred to NYU film school. And then I made a film, and then I fucking hated everybody there. In New York? Yeah, because it was... You know, Fuck New York, man! No, everybody in New York, I'll tell you this. They were fucking big slices of pizza. New York, you think you're all bad, turtles. but, you know, it's like, it's all good. New York is cool if you like saxophones. I'm just kidding. What? But, uh, no, <laughs> New York is cool. I met, like, some cool-ass Jews over there. What's up, Jews? What's up? Hey, judios. And then, and then I, <laughs> I came. And then I came, and still homies with those Jews back yeah. now. But, um, and I met some badass Italians over there. The fucking Italians. What's up? You don't fuck around. Soprano style. I ain't threatening you. I'm just saying people disappear every day. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Sleeping uh, with the fishes, huh? Sleeping with the fishes. Hey, but you know what's cool about fucking, uh, New like York? Jews and Italians in New York, it's like they fucking come straight at you. Like, hey, you got to be 100% who you are. 
Don't fuck it. You have no time in life to fucking not be anything but, but you and be out there and be bold. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's dope. That's a dope mentality. No, that, dude, that's, that's how they accomplish shit. It's straightforward, bro. It's straight up. Straight up, straightforward. Fucking don't be wasting my time, bro. Yeah, yeah. So when I came back, my homies were like, hey, we got a fucking band. We want you to do a video because you went to film school and everything. And I'm like, oh, word. <laughs> like, I don't really want to do it because it's like... I thought it was gonna be like no money. And this is an introduction to you, uh, what's it called? Uh, your doing music videos. Music videos yeah. yeah. So my boy was like, uh, I made, I made when I was at film school, dude. I made, I made a music video that was like to a Radiohead song, and I put on YouTube. Yeah, and it got a whole bunch of views. And it was like, no, it was like before YouTube was even a thing. Like it was like, like Berkeley students were still setting, like creating it. Yo, oh yeah. yeah, Berkeley students. Yeah. This is our YouTube, huh? Yeah, yeah. Did you know those more? Stanford and Berkeley, yeah. That must be like right in your class, right? Yeah, like so it was like a friend of a friend. So they go, hey, we're looking for like videos to put on there. No it was like way. one of the IT, the Indian dude in the IT no department fucking goes, way. Yeah, he goes, that's, that's crazy. He goes, my dude. friend, he's, he was cool because I used to always give him like MP3s. Remember you used to always download LimeWire and shit? Lime I had a dope collection of MP3s. I so much fucking porno, yeah, bro. Dude. So he, he hit fucking me up. Fucking cream pies, bro. Oh, dude, don't get me started. Anyway. Pastel is a crema. <laughs> so fucking. That sounds nasty in Spanish. Pastel is a crema, Pastel is a crema, wey. <laughs> So, oh, so I fucking, he hit me up and he goes, he goes, you got really good taste in music, but he did it with the Indian accent, but I'm not going to do a fucking Indian accent because that shit is racist right now. Hello, my friend. But, uh, I, don't do, I don't give a fuck. No, nah, I ain't going to do it, but uh, he was cool. And he goes, my friends in the, they have a new company called YouTube and they're making a website. You have a video. I like your video. I should send it to them. And, no and I'm way. like, all right. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Then he goes, I'll show you how, and he like uploaded and everything. I put it on there. So this, like, before yeah. YouTube, there was only like, what, like, day, uh, was it like daily share? What the fuck was there? Like, it was uh, just like nothing really. Nothing as, uh, what's it called? Because they, they made it, they uh, fucking modernized the fucking, the platform. Of, yeah, they uh, made it uploading. They made it, they made it easy. Yeah, exactly. And that's why when they made it easy, it, it fucking took off. So anyway, the fucking dude put it on there. He put it on there, dude, and it was like mad hits. Like before anybody knew what hits was. Yeah. But I, I made it like a music video for a Radiohead song, How to Disappear Completely. So people thought it was like the official people music video. People thought it was official, but I didn't know that you're not supposed to like make a not official video. Uh-huh. I just made it a film school like an art piece. Exactly, yeah. As a fan. A yeah, fan. as a fan of the yeah. band. And then it fucking had mad, mad fucking hits. Like Right now it has like six million or something views on it. That's crazy, That's crazy. bro. Yeah. yeah. But like that got me all kinds of work. And then my buddy That's like that's like at the beginning of like uh what's it called? Maybe like college education versus portfolio. Right. right, right. Yeah. And then my buddy who had a punk band I was with in high school, you know the ten motherfuckers, the other guy in the ten motherfuckers. He actually hit me up and he goes, Hey, I just got signed to Universal, Universal Records. No way. And he's like, you're my boy since the fucking jump. I want you to direct my video. So he gave me like $16,000 to make my first music video, Damn. which is like, no fucking way, dude. Like, Damn. nobody has that kind of shit from the jump. Yeah. 
So I came out to him and I did like the shittiest video, but <laughs> I mean, it was the beginning, so no, 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 no. he let me, he let me do whatever I wanted to do, but I, I made the mistake of like building everything from scratch. Like I put everything in a soundstage. I brought in trees from fucking outside and I like built the whole forest inside the soundstage. Oh, that's cool. After man. I set it all up, it looked just like a real forest. No way. And then the fucking, my buddy comes in and he goes, why don't you just shoot it like in the forest? <laughs> and that was like. Because it's not like a movie like that. And he's like, but this is just a waste of money. This is a waste of money. But I feel when you do something like Are that. You barf, dog? <laughs> no, no, I'm burping. I'm burping. I'm, I'm burping. I'm, I'm, I'm at that stage right now where I'm like fucking really buzzed too. I'm buzzed, dude. No, but this you know is what? the Buzz Podcast. We're going to turn it into the Bud Podcast. Buzz Podcast, bro. Buzz Lightyear. Buzzfeed. <laughs> I do. I, I applied for BuzzFeed, man. Buzzfeed. I was so close to it, man. That was like years ago. It was about two years ago. So, um... Those are the guys that left that fucking hat in my car. They worked at BuzzFeed. Oh, those teenager guys. Yeah. Oh, Almost, shit. I'll save that story for another man. time. Ne hey, we're going to do another podcast. Yeah. So, um, the thing about you bringing those trees and making like a fucking, uh... <laughs> a fox fucking forest and you're fucking... <laughs> In the studio, the thing about that, it does create like a little, like a little atmosphere where it does seem fake, but it's like, no, it looks so real. It looks so real, you couldn't tell the difference. That you couldn't tell the difference. Really? But that was kind of like the exercise for me. Uh huh. And uh, all right, yes. thank you. I owe you ten dollars. I'll put it on my card. All right, everybody listening, we're just settling up the bill. Setting up the I'm, setting up the bill. Let's see right which here. credit card to use. <laughs> All right, uh, what do we got here? I'm gonna use the one that ends in those numbers because I haven't got paid from my investor for a fucking minute. Hey, los investors, let me All get right. a, let me get change right now. All good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, so hey, yeah. Let me, I'll get you uh, the rest right now. So the whole, so the homie goes, yeah, make that video for me. <clears throat> but um, I'm, I kind of skipped over something, which was when I worked there. This guy fucking stamps his fucking money with his Instagram. <laughs> I stamped my fucking Instagram. This fucking I guy. I my fucking Instagram. This guy no, stamps his fucking Instagram. Oh, miss. Yes. Can I ask you for uh You're holding up three, the, three the money like it's like something new And then the rest ones. Okay, if not... Can I just give you like can we get singles? Can we get singles? Yeah. Singles, you. yeah. Singles would be perfect. Yeah. Okay, but put everything you. on the card? Yes. Okay. And can you get a water? Sure. Thank you. <clears throat> this guy asking for water on top of change. I know. <laughs> She's like... I stand my fucking a, Instagram. I'm, 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 I'm going to fucking tip her with all your Instagram money. <laughs> my Instagram <laughs> you money? You should put your face on the George Washington. I should, bro. right? I, okay, so I have a, I bought a, uh, uh, a customized stamp with my Instagram handle that says... Instagram at Comic Bar Rizzo and I stamp it on dollars. You know why? This is this promotion. Fucking people's this is promotion. How many people does, do dollars go through? Hey, dude, you're a, you're a fucking marketing mastermind, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody even thought of doing that shit. Hey, bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get arrested before I get famous. <laughs> it's a federal offense, dog. <laughs> anyway, my boring story to finish it. That's not a boring story. Fucking, uh, they, they let me start uh, making music videos, but 
when I did that Radiohead video, um, a guy named David Byrne saw it. He had a band called The Talking Heads. Oh, I like The Talking Heads, bro. Yeah, he saw that video. <laughs> and he has a record label called Luca Bop or Loaka Bop, depending on who you ask. He was doing a video for Erica Badu. Oh, he shit. called me on the phone and asked me if no I wanted to direct way. it. Yeah. And I fucking hung up on him because he, I thought it was my fucking friend from Berkeley. Really? My only Chicano fucking brother from Berkeley who was an actor and he used to do voices and yeah. impersonations. And that fool used to call me because we were both always struggling. He used to call me and pretend he was somebody famous calling uh -huh. Bob <laughs> me a fucking job doing something. He used to do that. He did George Lucas. He did all really? kinds of, yeah. George Lucas? Yeah, he called me like, this is George Lucas and I saw your video and I want, he used to fuck with me like that all the time. Thank you guys, I put your change in there. Thank, thank you. Two fives and 10 singles. Oh, you're the Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. That girl cute, by the way. Anyway, I'm I have to a get girlfriend. Uh, you go oh, yeah, get her. I'm gonna go. go I'm I'm Buzz. I'm gonna go fuck my girlfriend right now. There you go, doggy. I'm gonna cream pine her. I'm gonna. Oh, you you. What's it? Un pastel de crema. Un pastel de crema. Un pastelito de cremita. So um, yeah, dog. That's what happened. What are we at right now? Forty. Forty. So it's an hour and ten minutes. Hey, did we say anything interesting? Hey, does anybody interested? Dude, this has been interesting, bro. Okay. I say we could finish at fucking at twelve until we get kicked out, bro. All right. Bye, guys. Oh. See you tomorrow. You guys scared, Martin. You got startled. You got startled. Startled by the guy. So, but, yeah, okay, uh, so, you so this is like the mid 2000s then, dude. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm gonna move us quickly to the present. So, uh, I did music videos for all kinds of indie rock bands, and uh, I would go to shows. After a while, the club owners started seeing me at all the shows. Yeah. And they saw the bands coming up to me more than yeah. they fucking did to themselves. Because. Uh -huh. I used to buy the band's drinks and give them free drugs and share Whoa, everything I have. What the heck? Because I'm just that kind of guy. Like, yeah, I just you, share. You're a giving guy, bro. I'm a giving person. Oh, thank you. And I love music and I love talking about music and I love joking around and having a good time. Whereas a lot of the club owners were just like, no fun, sticking the mud here, trying to rip the bands off and shit. Anyway. Damn. So, like, uh, I would make sure they got paid. If, like, the club owner was being a dick, I'd be like, yo, dude. I give them the shit, like, hey, that fucking band is starving, they're really good. Yeah. You should pay them, man. It ain't cool to be trying to jip them. And, then, and I would give them the business to the point where, like, the bands were like, man, will you pay our manager? Because you just got us fucking paid. Yeah. So I started managing bands. No way. Yeah. So this was, like, like 2008, 2007? Yeah, because I'm really, really big. And in New York, dude, I learned that you got to be fucking really aggressive. Dude, you see, that's the thing. The differences between LA and New York, New York is a fucking, it's a fucking, it's a fucking greedy fucking. It's a fucking town where you fucking don't fuck with motherfuckers, motherfucker. It's motherfuckers. gritty. Not greedy, like greedy, like money-wise, but gritty. Like, it's a gritty-ass fucking town, bro, you know? It's gritty. It's fucking hardcore. It's cold. You got to be fucking, you got, it's, yeah. So you did that. Yeah, man, New Yorkers don't fuck around. Now, I don't ever, when I hear someone with a New York accent, dude, I don't fuck around, dog. I don't fuck around. So what happened after that? So, I started getting bands paid. The club owners started realizing that, like, I could, I could actually manage the bands, too, because if they acted stupid, then I won't tell them that's stupid, don't do that. And uh, I started making a lot of money as a manager. Damn. But then at some point, I realized, dude, like, at the end of the night, 
the fucking club owners were walking away with a pile of cash, of and they were they were taking a little bit off bro. the top for me. They're shaving off a little. And I go, you know what? I got a friend who's a caterer. He has a catering license. I started a fucking underground club in a warehouse. A friend of mine. You started what? An underground club. You're, you kind of become a promoter. In a warehouse, yeah. Okay, okay. So then I started booking my own bands, taking my own bar, yeah. and doing that, and making like, instead of making like a fucking thousand dollars a night, I was making like seven, eight thousand dollars a night. Dude, that's a lot. Even a thousand dollars a night is a fucking a lot for one night, bro. Dumping it out in cash on my bed at the end of the night was kind of scary because I would have to pay everybody out. The bartender, the bouncers, oh, everybody. You, you were pretty much uh, I was employing a lot of people at that time because okay, I started getting a professional operation with really good sound men and everything. So you were delegating the fucking positions yeah. those nights. Okay. But I was taking care of people because That's good, yeah. everybody I knew was starving, dude. Like, nobody pays them right. They yeah. were happy to come work for me. You yeah. know? Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. But then we started making so much fucking money that there would be lines out the door and that's when the owners of the building started coming around. And I don't want to say anybody's names, but they're an old Italian family in LA who own a lot of fucking real estate. So they would start coming around and then the guys in suits. And it was like- In LA, like, it's like, it was just like fucking old school, like Italian mafia. Old like, Italian. Like that fucking live like in- I'm not going to say the family name. Lincoln Heights Because uh, I don't want to disappear, but it I'm just saying. Be, it has to be a Lincoln Heights people. I'm bro. just saying, you know what I mean? I know Lincoln Heights has a fucking I'm just saying. Italian grain let's fucking not, blood in it. Let, let's Lincoln not get too okay. close in okay. the war. You're getting a little too close. <laughs> I'm just saying that... Uh, oh, are you scared? I thought I got... The guy the, just hit the window. I think I hit the fucking worker here, hit the window. That was a fucking Italian. He didn't do it on purpose, though. He no. apologized. So... Yeah, don't get scared. You're like, fuck it, I'm just talking hey, about Italians. We're almost at another hour, bro. I'm going to cut it off right now. No, no, anyway, no, no, get right now. no, no, keep going. We finish the story. Just hit another hour. Finish the story is they came in, they tried to shake me down. I told them to go fuck themselves because this is LA. We're fucking, we're Mexicans, man. Fucking yeah. Italians ain't going to shake us down in this town. Fuck them. What they going to do? This is crazy, dude. So, this is, yo, I'm buzzed, it, it, but I'm fucking, it, it, I'm, 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 I'm processing this it, information it, it, and it's tripping me it out. It came bro. to the point, dude, where I had the Cholo's security guys <clears throat> and the Italian mob guys at each other right there. I know that the Italian mob has that much fucking power still in LA. They still try. They still try. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I, I know what areas we're talking about. But so. I ain't gonna say what crimes I did, but I got rid of them and they don't come around no more. Yeah. And they don't bother me no more. Yeah. Because they found out that this is LA and you don't fuck around Mexicans in LA. And I'm Hell just, yeah, <laughs> brother man. We just fist pumped it right now, bro. <laughs> if you don't know already, you're in the wrong place. I love you, you Italians, but don't try to fuck know. around in LA. Don't fucking get crazy in LA. So, anyway. Yeah, man. I stopped doing that because it was too much stress. I mean, too much fucking stress. Exactly. Yeah, you don't need that. Sh you don't need that drama, dude. Hey, this club is shut down. This bar. We're gonna close this up pretty soon here. Go for it, brother, man. But uh, I don't want to say anybody's names, but we uh, we made a lot of money, man. It was a good time. I got out of that. I started focusing on fucking uh, working in the record industry and getting a lot of my friends. Band signed the bands I manage and everything to yeah. pretty good indie labels. And they started making some money, and uh, I worked in A and R for a while. That's when uh, I just realized like I needed to focus on what I fucking started doing, which is not to do all this other shit. No, no, not promoting. Which not was promoting, to try yeah. to make music videos and films. Exactly. Yeah. 
And so that's when I started hitting up my boys because I realized I had a story that I wanted to tell. Mm -hmm. And I could call on all of them because I had done, I had started them. Yeah. I had gotten them started and created uh, their careers for them in business sense. And that's why when I called them to work on the soundtrack for me, they came thankfully. You did a soundtrack happily. for a movie again? Yeah, I'm working on the soundtrack right now. It's almost finished. Hell yeah, dude. But I can't talk about the movie no, 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 because. No. Is that uh, the same project I know of? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hey, if you guys don't know, Hollywood, people work on projects for years and it, it, is ha uh, it does take time, but the end, the end product does pay off, you know? And uh, I, you told me about the, pro the, the project. It's fucking awesome, dude. And I'm excited, you know, for what the future brings. You're gonna be in it, that's why. Cause I'm gonna be in it too. <laughs> yo, but, yo. Hell yeah, man. So it's crazy how like, yeah, you, you told me your story, uh, your, you told me your story from like the, yeah, you were right. It's like the fucking Joey Diaz podcast. You start off sober and you fucking end up drunk. I yeah. like it. It, it. it was great. It, works. it was great. We fucking, yeah, man. It's about be uh, the bar's about to close right now. Here you go. Oh, okay. Here's the DVD. I, I lent you a bunch of DVDs, and he watched them. And some of them are that he watched were classics. King of comedy. The king of comedy, man. Um, thank if you. you. If you never seen the king of comedy, directed by Martin Scorsese. Ooh, dude. There is an all-time. By the way, another friend of mine who's pretty famous now. By the way, like yourself is. Uh, my like myself, I, I would. Guy created the Dave Chappelle show. Oh, Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan. Yeah. Um, shout out to Neil. Neil, fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, Neil, you are and still are the fucking best stand-up I've ever seen. I went to his house one time, dude, in Venice. Nice, dude. Nice. He probably don't remember me, but uh, he came up to me the first time, and I was watching a stand-up comic in a back show, a backyard show in West Adams in Mid-City, in the hood. Damn, that's like fucking like my USC. Yeah, it's the fucking hood. So but it was a pop-up. It, it was a pop-up. Pop-up comedy a Comedy show. show. And uh, I didn't know who Neil Brennan was at the time. Yeah, he co-creator of the fucking Chappelle show. Co-creator of Chappelle show. But he walked up to me and I was- White guy. Yeah. And there's a promoter by the name of Hunter. I'm not gonna mention his name, but he's a, he's a pretty cool dude. And so I was watching the stand-up comic, an Indian guy, and fucking Neil Brennan comes up, to, comes up to me while I'm watching him. And I'm kind of, I watch comedians like intensely. Like yeah. I'm listening really closely. And he comes up next to him and he goes, what the fuck is he talking about? Really? And I turned to him and most people would go and explain to him what he was talking about. I go, hey man, that's not cool. He's a fucking comic, he's trying to fucking do his job. Yeah. And he looked back at me and he goes, damn bro. And he fucking walked away. And, you go and then up. when I seen him later, I'm like, hey man, sorry about being so abrupt with you, but I was trying to listen to the comedian. And he goes, no nah, man, respect. Like, you actually have respect for comedians like that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool story. Yeah. I'm gonna cut it off with that, cause I gotta piss. All right, I gotta piss too. All right guys, thank you for listening to uh, Squad by the Bell. This is a very personal, no, personal? It's a very professional episode. Professional episode. We, we, got, we got Mike's laughs. Mike's laughs. Uh, we shot this outside, guerrilla style. We drank. Next time we can talk about movies. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly, yeah. We, uh, we just ca got caught up in life and all like these fucking great stories. But thank you for listening, guys. Next episode, me and my girlfriend, girlfriend are gonna be on it. 
So she hasn't been on it for like three episodes. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, please. Tell your friends about oh, this. And if you want to see my music videos, it's rebus101.com. Rebus. Rebus101.com. Hell yeah, guys. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.